Oils and Ghouls. It is our very special Halloween podcast. This is the uh, Halloween spooktacular. Spook fucking tacular. It's going to be great. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited too. It is a Friday. It's a very dark and stormy Friday night. It is. Uh, it's pretty spooky. I mean... Other than the football game going off in the distance, you can probably hear it just a little bit. Yeah, but I mean... It's Friday. It, it's People Friday. Like, football yeah, games. It's, it's just, the day before Halloween. Exactly. And what can you expect? Yeah. It's either way. I'm pretty excited, man. I mean, Halloween is one of my favorite time of the years. Mine too. I'm pretty sure it's your actual favorite time of the year. It, so. it is. Like I remember as a kid, just demanding the house to be uh, decorated for Halloween well into September before October even rolled through and just getting my costume ready, preparing, and then also planning out a route to be the most, to, for the most- Like the best- The best route to take for, for candy. I, I wanted the most, uh, what was the word? Uh, I don't know, I wanted the most productive route for candy. Yeah. I, I, I was a scheming maniacal little kid and I carried eggs with me in case someone did just, um, cause there were times I got either dental floss or a toothbrush. You never got the apples? I never got an apple. Uh, Of course, I mean, like, so there used to be, like, this urban legend where people would put razor blades in apples. I mean, Um, there's, like, reports of it happening once or twice. And in all of the cases, like, the person who received the apple and had a razor in it, they knew the person that they were giving it to. So they weren't just giving it to kids. But somehow this translated into an urban legend to the point to where my parents checked, like, every piece of candy I ever got. And, like, you know, I'm like... You're doing that, and then like you know, my my mom or my dad would be like, "Well, you know, I gotta check the candy, but it is gonna cost you a candy fee." So they would just like go and get the good candy as they were like, you know, yeah. I'm like, you just you just keep me from you're just giving me all of the grandma candy, and you're getting all the good candy, like 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 that candy with that weird powdered sugar thing on like like a film of powdered sugar on on the edge of the chocolate yeah which for some reason was there never understood why that was there there's always the like ones wrapped in like the yellow wrapper like the clear yellow or the clear green just like that really generic candy yeah just fucking shitty mm-hmm. candy you know as and but like back to like the whole razor blade and apple thing in all honesty what little kid actually ate that fucking apple that apple was thrown back at the house yeah, either I that or just straight up, like, thrown away, like, you know, like, if you weren't an asshole kid like Joey, like, oh, you know. there are no asshole, <laughs> like, there are nothing but asshole kids during Halloween. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's yeah, you know, so you, yeah, you either, like, you know, smashed it up in front of the house, or you, like, just threw it away, like... If someone gave you a fucking apple, you're not going to fucking eat that shit. So. No. I mean, like, okay, any kid who does eat that shit, one, deserves to be killed. Also, is like raised wrong. They're just raised wrong. So bad on bad parents. It just bad makes me think, like, okay, so like you know, there's there's a huge like health craze going on in the in America right now, and it doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. So it concerns me that like as when, when I have people, kids, it concerns us. Yes, other than like presently, <laughs> but like when I have kids in the future, like I'm scared that I'm going to take a kid to like this house, and they're going to be like, I have this gluten free. Like sugar-free, low cholesterol chocolate for you. I mean, like that's disgusting. It's not even chocolate. It's that carob chocolate bullshit, and <laughs> that was like big in the early two thousands. 
and then you eat that shit and you're just like, bitch, I want the real thing. Where is my fucking Hershey's bar? Like, I want my Snickers. I want my Reese's. Reese's were like the crown jewel of like uh, those every, the, yeah, those were every the candy best. bag. And um, I love that I'm an adult and I can just go buy a bag of Reese's mm-hmm. during Halloween and get the fucking pumpkin Reese's. Those are yeah. fucking great. I buy like handfuls of that shit at a time at gas stations at work. Like anytime I have to stop by a gas station, handful of those. I look for those. And I will demand to know where they're at if I cannot find them. Yeah. And it's, it's just great. I fucking love Halloween and Halloween time and, you know, pretty much all. It's just a, it's a great season. It's it's fun for kids. It's even better for adults. Oh, that's my phone. Yeah. Joe, Joe, see, Joe is always prepared for Halloween. He always has, like, yelling noises on his phone. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. It, like, it's nothing but scary stuff on my phone. Like, okay, so... Uh, I have separate ringtones for, for just regular people on my phone and then people uh, who I work with when they have to call me yeah. when I'm out on the road. And so I end up uh, uh, getting calls from uh, my, my coworkers. And I actually, like, listen, let me see if I can pull this up. Just keep talking, Johnny. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, I guess I can talk about some of my favorite uh, Halloween memories. Yeah. Um, I just remember, like, all, like being terrified as, a like, a smaller child. Like, you know, obviously the rule is if the light's on, you can go knock on the door and, like, ask for candy. If the light's off, usually it means nobody's home where they don't have candy. Um, I was, like, at a younger age, probably when I was, like, four or five, um... Even if there was all these lights on in the house, if they had a whole bunch of, like, front lawn decorations, fuck that shit. Yeah. Too afraid to go to the door. Just, <laughs> just fucking stay on the side of the fucking sidewalk and just be like, nope, I'm fine. I don't even, I, even if they have the best candy, like. And, but you know that that house has the best candy. And you know they do. And, like, you know, anytime you would walk up to, like, uh, an, like I guess this is more probably more so a recent development where you have, like, the bowls with candy, but they have the hand on top and they kind of, like, grab down and mm-hmm. they got a little sensor. Like, I remember, like, being terrified of that as a kid <laughs> and just, like. Damn, Johnny, like, you always were squeamish as a kid. Oh, I'm squeamish now. I'm, I'm, big old, I'm a big old baby. You know, but, like, they're just having these, like, bowls of candy and like knowing that that's gonna happen i would always like try and like ride the edge of the bowl and sneak my fingers in there like don't stick my fucking hand in there just as slowly as possible (laughs) to not set this thing off (laughs) and then i would know that like as soon as i would actually get some candy just kind of grab it and just quickly go instead of like you know that was the only way i could avoid being terrified by this obviously fake hand trying to grab me okay so okay so back back to what i was um, getting to so i have two separate ringtones one for regular people on my phone and then the people the assholes i work with uh they get their own little ringtone just a step just so i know who's calling me when i'm driving um so here's what i have for regular people who call my phone obviously yeah and it's hold on Classic, right. gotta have it. Um, and then after that, I also have this one for people I work with. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I also really, really enjoy <laughs> enjoy that one. And then for some reason, that one gets a, everyone gets a kick out of that one too. It's just like a cl- like it's the most classic. Like Halloween kind of horror sound, like yeah, kind of much. music, right? So I, every time you hear it, you think vampires. Yeah, like you just think of and, the and you think of like like organ. this like classic 
era of vampires like mm-hmm. those first vampires and just this like creepy like organ music that just kind of makes you think like of like a big like maybe like an old church yep. or just like an old kind of like town or village Rock thing. castle yeah. you know like, but, like so those are just like this is how much I prepare for Halloween because I have I, those have been my ringtone for over two months now yeah, because I, I I just like I always get really depressed when Halloween ends because like Thanksgiving is neither here nor there and Thanksgiving is great because we're both fat and we love to eat. Yeah, that, so that's really the only for that reason thing. it's great. But you know, it's not much of a holiday. Yeah. Um, but like Halloween, like, so like there's always this long break between Halloween and Christmas, and I just I've always liked. Halloween a lot more than I like Christmas. Yeah, see, I, I've always been a Christmas person myself, but why are we in French, John? <laughs> I don't know. We should we should just stop this podcast now. Um, but I, you know, I love Christmas more than I love Halloween. But that doesn't mean I don't love Halloween. Halloween is this like great time of the year where, uh, you know, like all of these like weird fears. I'm like, oh, it's okay if I have these weird fears, right? Yeah. Because like you know, all these like creepy movies I've watched like growing up. And stuff like that. I've just kind of like set this weird image in my head of like constantly being afraid of like killers and like all these other creepy things that are out there, mm-hmm. you know? So but you kind of think twice about going anywhere that's dark or you look for like the light switch everywhere you go. Yeah. I mean, like right now, I'm pretty sure Johnny's kind of pissing himself just a little bit because we're recording in a really dark room at the moment. And it's like very scary outside. So like, yeah, it's and I still have to drive home after this. So, yes, it's it's. It's one of those things where, yeah, I'm, I'm a little afraid right now, but <laughs> but that's okay. I'll, I'll make it through. I'll, I'll, just knowing that there's a Star Wars trailer at home for me <laughs> when I get there. Because the scariest thing of this podcast is the fact that Johnny hasn't watched the new Star Wars trailer on his giant-ass fucking TV. Yeah, so... Um, that's You know, I have that to look forward to, so it's going to be okay. I'm going to make it through this just fine. As long as I get to... He's going to cuddle up in a Star Wars blanket. He's going to cuddle up with his uh, Jar Jar Binks plushie. <laughs> and he's going to watch a new Star Wars trailer. As long as uh, I can make it through the night. As long as I can make it a week and a half to play Fallout. Uh, two and a half weeks to play uh, Battlefront. <laughs> and then like two months to watch Star Wars. I'm going to be A-OK. I'm going to make it through this knowing that there is better things on the horizon. Once we're done with with uh, Halloween stuff, I can kind of relax, and I don't have to worry about any fucking killers running well, you around. Well, see, you, see, you see, you see this now, but this is definitely like a time of day, and also the day before Halloween... This is a prime time for killers to come out and just start, like, hacking away at people. Yeah, but I mean... Like, I'm talking, like, burlap sack wearing, one eye hole, wearing coveralls covered in blood, carrying, like, a pitchfork, <laughs> ready to, like, murder the shit out of people for a, new, for a new series of horror movies. I get that, but... I mean, let's be honest. What are the chances of that happening? It's very high. It's going to no, happen. No, it's not. I, no, the more we talk about it, the more it's going to happen. You've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. The more you talk about Freddy, the more chances he has to come back. Joey, this isn't a fucking shitty Halloween horror movie. How do you this know? This is a fucking scary podcast. How do you know? We could be like in some like some weird meta horror movie that's all like found footage and shit now. <laughs> found, a found podcast? Found podcast. Oh shit! Now that would be—that's a decline. That—that's that's a horrible decline. If you have to do a found footage podcast, I'll leave that to—I'll uh, leave that to Kevin Smith. And he did do Tusk. 
Well, I mean, that was not found footage, though. I know, but it was regarding a podcast. That's true. Well, I mean, like, I did hear that movie was pretty fucking gnarly as shit, though. I like that movie. I, it's, I, it's still, have, I still haven't seen it. Is it still um, on Netflix? Cause I, I don't think it's on Netflix. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, if you don't have Amazon, I feel like I'm plugging Amazon. Uh, you can just get a trial and, you know... Stop it. Quit being a whore for Amazon, Johnny. I love Amazon Prime. They just put up... Um, Johnny's saying this as he's getting on his knees ready to suck Amazon's <laughs> dick. <laughs> um, I saw that they have... Uh, that's where I watched the Back to the Future movies is um, on Amazon. I have um, so I'm not a fucking plebeian. Whatever. Johnny. And Fuck I, you. Amazon is great and... Uh, Amazon, I hope that you uh, give me a free year of Prime for all this plugging I'm doing. <laughs> I don't need your Prime. Well, actually, I kind of do because I do order a bunch of stuff from your two, website. Two day, two day shipping, free, uh, free, free two day shipping, free streaming. Dude, you have Amazon no idea Prime. how rewarding it is to just get like two day free stream from free shipping. It's it's so nice. Like like there are times where it's like, man, I like there's this like movie or this record I really really want. Mm. And then it feels so rewarding that it's like two days from now, it's just like I'm watching it or listening to it. Yeah. Give me free it, stuff, Amazon. Right. Amazon, Please. I know we don't have a lot of listeners, and I know you're not one of them, but <laughs> there's an Amazon employee out there who's who's stumbled upon this podcast. Let me know. And just, uh, we'll work something out. Just, you know, just like the free year of Prime, or like just some, uh... Or free Halloween costumes. <laughs> so, did you ever have, like, a really cool fucking Halloween costume? Um, I don't think so. Um, I don't think I've ever had really anything that's been, like, super great. Um, you know, for the most part, it's just your standard, like, oh, we go to the costume store and get, like, a Power Rangers costume or, like, a Ninja Turtles costume. You know, any, anything simple like that. Um, there were no Mexican Turtles or Mexican Power <laughs> Rangers, Johnny. You should know this. Um, I could probably pass off as an Italian, which was fine, <laughs> because um, two or three years ago, Anne and I dressed up as uh, Mario, and she was, or I was, she wasn't Mario. I was Mario. And I would <laughs> love it if Anne was Mario and you were Peach. Yeah, see, that I would was, lose yeah, my cause, mind. Because she was Princess Peach and I was Mario, but we still have the Mario costume, so I was like, uh, we can do like a weird uh, Rule Sex 34 thing. thing of, uh, <laughs> I like we were on the same page, Johnny. Yeah. Like, that, that was the first thing that hopped in my mind. <laughs> like Mario trying to hop into Princess Peach. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of, kind of weird. <laughs> and a little, little disturbing. But that's probably yeah, the most disturbing weird. thing you're going to hear on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, if you're still listening after that, um, just, what, have you had any like good costumes that you've like, had? I, as a kid, there, like, there was one time where I was... Uh, one of the Ghostbusters, and uh, my my mom helped me make the make uh, the proton pack. Yeah, uh, and it, it's 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 looking back on it, pretty shitty, but it was awesome when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, like we just got like backpack straps and just like tied it to like this big styrofoam, uh, you know, thing that just had like weird like divots and and stuff, and we just like spray painted it black. And like glued LEDs to it, yeah. And had like uh, uh, like one of those 
hoses from the from a vacuum cleaner and just attached a flashlight to the end of it. There's just something that's so much better about like creating your own costume. Like my parents, unfortunately, like you know, they were always working and you know they never really had a lot of time to do that stuff. But I always thought that those like homemade costumes were the best. Yeah. Like, anything where like the like and you see this stuff with like cosplay stuff all the time. You're not going to be able to go buy like a cosplay Galactus, but yeah. you see like people like putting together their own like. Galactus cosplay yeah. stuff, and it looks really fucking good. I, I always feel there's a bit of a, dis, a disconnect between cosplay and like Halloween costumes, because I mean, like when you make a costume for Halloween, you're doing it straight up for fun, and you're doing it just to kind of get the point across for the most part, and then just you know get drunk with your friends, especially as an adult, just right. get fucking wasted with your friends, and just have a good Halloween night. Whereas cosplaying in general, you're kind of just. Uh, you're actively trying to represent this character right. with all the details and bells and whistles that you can possibly fit into it to best see your ability. So there was always a in my mind there's always that disconnect between cosplaying and this your regular, you know, costume party stuff. Yeah, right? I mean if it's just like a simple costume party, yeah, but if you have like people who are going to go all out like those are the people who are going to go all out. Like the people who are willing to do the cosplay stuff and spend all that time. Like those are your true Halloween yeah. fans, in my opinion. Like anybody's going to take that much time for one night of like being dressed up. Pretty much. And like I, I've always just admired the people who can just decorate their houses into being something super gnarly looking. It's it's one of those things where um, I we're both. I don't want to say we're young. We're like in our mid twenties. Um, Neither of us, like, owns a house. Neither of us has, like, a great job. But I hope at some point I have uh, a nice enough house and enough disposable income where I can spend enough money to, like, go full out for yeah. Halloween or go full out for Christmas and stuff like that. Because um, you, you, like, you've either got to go all the way or don't even do it at all. Because yeah. you, you might drive by a house that has, like, a tombstone in the front mm -hmm. of it. And it's just like, eh, like that's obviously or just like a paper little, mache yeah, just like a little piece of plastic or, or something. And like, if you're going to do that stuff, like go all out and just like fucking make an actual like concrete tombstone. Like if someone were to walk by and like actually like look at it and touch it, have it be realistic and have it like go all the way. Right. Yeah. So, okay, so speak, speaking of which, have you ever, like, I mean, like, because, like, I've had the same thought in my head as well, um, just, excuse me, um, just, uh, like, if I ever had, like, the money to, like, do something cool for Halloween... In my mind, I always wanted to do like a big Halloween party, right? Like, but not just like any Halloween party. I would want it like at the Santa Monica Pier, and I would want like ride the rides to be open, and I wanted them all to be operated by like like ghouls and costumes. Yeah, like, like, like I want like them to be like I want them to act the part though. Like I want like the Crypt Keeper operating like the roller coaster, and I want something like you would see like at like Six Flags, like you know yeah. how they do their like you know. Uh, Fright Night thing Exactly Like they have like People walking around And they also Like I I Vaguely remember Like having also Some of the staff members Like yeah. you know Also dressed up And stuff So like I, I want that But also like I want like Really cool like And also like Cool like House parties And like um, Just like 
uh, like themed rooms in all parts of the house, and I want just like that crazy Halloween experience. Yeah, I right? want a crazy Halloween party, and I want everyone to show up in costume, and I want like music to play. Like I even have like bands in my head that I want to play. Like if, right. if, if, there's this band called the Ghastly Ones. Anyone who has a chance, like check them out. It's like horror punk mixed with surf music, and it's amazing. Interesting. It's, it's kind of like it's the if the Misfits just did like uh, did surf music. Like actually, I have some. Right here, um, let's see. amazing like Halloween music it's perfect and like I always I want stuff like that to happen I just like want like really cool stage shows to happen like pagan sacrifices on stage like in like like like, people know guar I want like big gory guar type of type of stage shows and I've always just had it super planned out in my mind but I also kind of wanted to speaking of which though have you ever had like that thought of like what you would do for like a big Halloween party or like a like just a big celebration. If I, I I don't know if I would do necessarily that. I don't I like I don't know if I would have like you said if I'd like you know this large amount of money or um, just like or even just like what we were talking about before, just having like, like disposable said, income enough right. to do it. If I didn't, it, I don't know if I would necessarily go with like a big like party thing like you're discussing. I would love to get like a group of friends together and fly out to like you know New Orleans. Or fly out to Atlanta, or fly mm-hmm. out to like all these different like haunted areas that have all these like, you know, Sleepy this, like Hollow really, or Salem, really, Massachusetts, yeah, really really dark histories, and kind of just walk around yeah. at night with like you know fog rolling in, and like you know this kind of like obviously I can't if I have all this money I can't like you know make fog appear, but yeah, you know like have these like go to all these like scary places, you know, and. Um, like, one place that, that's fairly nearby that I could visit that I've always wanted to go to is, like, the Winchester House. Mm-hmm. Like, up by uh, San Fran. Um, and that, like, you know, like, with all this, like, really dark history, like, I would love to take, like, the month of October and visit all these different spots. All the haunted house yeah. spots. Okay. So, also, for work, I had to go out to Pismo and Buellton a couple of times. And on the way out there, I had to go on the 166 towards New Kuyama. And when right. I had to go through there, there is actually a spot... Uh, uh, where they have like a haunted barn, supposedly like a real haunted place, not like you right. know, like people in costume jump out at you or yeah, yeah, no, that's what that's what I'm talking about. I don't like want to go to a place tour. where like people are um, just like dressed up in costumes and popping out. Like I would want to go to a place where it's like, yeah, people were like murdered here, or like these people were like sacrificing babies to the devil. Maybe not like that dark, but you know, like <laughs> like any place that actually this has like in Johnny's into sacrificing like, babies for Satan. Like if if I were to go back and look at the records or look at like, you know, the newspapers of the time for what they're talking mm-hmm. about, I would be able to find the stuff that they're talking about. You want to like, see that all kind the of like, and the horror. Yeah, like the actual real in the thick of it. That like, would be super cool. Yeah. Like I, like I, I could care less about like I don't really care for the like people popping out and like doing the whole jump scare thing. Thing. Like, I just, I would prefer that whole idea of, like, oh, like, something actually really bad happened here. Mm-hmm. And it's not happening now, but you kind of still feel the aftermath. Like, it yeah. kind of, like, sticks around, you know? That is, like, just the atmosphere 
of like doom and fear and dread and yeah. everything that's just kind of ambient in the air. It, it, you know, it, of course, very, very different than what you've described. But like, I if, like, if I had like a lot of disposable income, I would definitely try to do something like that. That seems pretty cool. I guess like the only reason why I've never really thought of that is mostly because I'm not like a very spiritual person. I'm not religious and I don't really believe in that kind of stuff. For the most part. See, I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a very, like, spiritual person either. Um, But, you know, maybe not spiritual is not the right word. Maybe I'm not necessarily, like, a big religious person. But that doesn't really mean that, like, if there's real history attached to something, that it can't be fucking scary as fuck. Yeah, but, like, um... But the point the point I'm getting at though is like I may not be any of those things. It's just that I've seen those movies, and I'm gonna die in those movies, or that demon's gonna follow me back, and I'm gonna be fucked. <laughs> like so, like I, I, it's like on the pure off chance of just pissing off a demon is what like prevents me from like really going to like a real haunted or real spooky like, place. Like okay, so I had mentioned last week that um I finished watching American Horror Story season two and three. Uh imagine going to like a fucking old school asylum like you know oh, deep in the middle of like Connecticut or like Massachusetts and like they just like Or the one over on like Rhode Island and Yeah like these big like long asylums with just abandoned hospital beds and just shit thrown on the ground and like that you, know, you know where like you know that people have died and like crazy like non-crazy people were there and mm-hmm. like had to suffer through all that shit the the one empty uh wheelchair that's tipped over yeah or like the one thing that just like or the wheelchair like the, the wind just hits just right through a broken window and like the wheelchair just like slowly comes in, comes in from another room. At which point, I'd probably just abandon you and leave you there to die, Johnny. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't blame you. I would do the, I, I would do the same to you. I would pick something up, <laughs> throw it at your leg, just to make you run slower. Like, hey, I don't have to outrun the killer. I just have to outrun you, Johnny, mm-hmm. yeah. and I will kneecap the shit out of you, yep. just as I expect you would kneecap the shit out of me. Yeah, I, just like true friends would do. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> one of us has to live. One of us has to like bring on the story to everybody else. Right. That's how movies. Oh work. my god, I tried so hard to save Joey, but that nigga like, is so fat, and I it just like drag a flashback, and it's just me shooting you in the kneecap, and like, <laughs> sorry, dude, gotta go. At which point I'd be like, you dick, but I completely understand. <laughs> I was like, okay, so actually, I kind of wrote this down for uh, for discussion. I kind of just might as well just jump into it because it's a decent enough segue. Do you think you could actually survive a horror movie? Like, okay, so like, we'll go with like basic slasher movie. Michael Myers is after you because it's Halloween. Like, Michael Myers is after you. Do you think you can survive a slasher movie? Um. So I'm not aware that anything's happening, right? Okay, so like, like, so like, there's not like, oh, like, there's like a killer on the loose, or like, I don't hear like weird screaming of like mm-hmm. people like yelling, like, oh no, like there's a killer on the loose or something. So it's just like me being kind of unaware at home. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I guess what it would have to be is like, what do you think your role in said movie would be? Because if anything, I'm either dumpy comic relief dude, or I'm the drunk guy who gets murdered first. Mm. I don't know what Unless role I would person. be. I feel like it's just like it's one of those things where I am very, very, just like 
I try to be like hyper aware of my surroundings and I hate fucking creepy noises and like creaking and like doors knocking. Like if I hear door knocking <laughs> at, at my apartment, um, and Joe, you know that I have a couple guns. If I hear doors knocking and I know that there's no one supposed to be at that door, one, we have two dogs and they're both going to be very loud. Yeah. So I know that something's going on. I always kind of have to just grab like a handgun or something and or just kind of like slip it in my back pocket. Or the giant to, Mortal Kombat knife you have by the door. Yeah, and just kind of like be always just very, very cautious. I'm a, I'm a fucking huge scaredy cat. Yeah. I, if this isn't clear enough already, <laughs> I'm just a big old baby. Like, I'm very afraid and very like scared of everything. Johnny is man baby. So I. Coming out I, this you, summer. Um, so. I take that to heart and I, and I'm always like, holy shit. Like always in my head as it is, I'm always going with like, okay. So what if like a killer like popped out, like right now, like what could I grab? What could I do to like protect myself in this situation? So okay. I mean, if, so essentially if, if Michael Myers coming down the hallway, I'm fucked. Cause yeah. I'm just going to piss my pants and just, you know, be like, Oh no, like uh, I'll suck your dick. Just leave me alone. Just, just, yeah. You know, being so, afraid. So, so but imagine, like, as if, if I'm in a situation where like I'm gonna get caught, like they're already in, I'm fucked. But I'm not gonna be the kind of person who's gonna go fucking investigate a weird noise no. or like or like someone went missing. I'd be like, they're fucked. You're either gonna live or you're not. But you're not gonna take it with <laughs> you. You know. So is it? Like, but that that's pretty much only in a situation where you know, like someone's not supposed to be there, right? Okay, but okay. So like, I imagine what would happen is like Johnny's gonna like flip over his couch, and he's gonna be behind his couch, like in a prone position with one of his rifles and his he- army helmet on his head, <laughs> just like gun pointed at the door, and he's like, "Use this! I'm waiting for you, you son of a yeah, bitch." Yeah, if, if yeah, if if I knew someone was coming. Like, if I knew that there was a chance that there was a killer at the door, I've got, like, shotgun waiting. <laughs> just, like, just like you know, waiting, pointed at that door. Uh, got my bases covered and, like, am staring out of, like, the, you know, because I have a glass lighting door pretty much just to the left of the entrance of, of the apartment. It's so only I a just, story up. Ju- you can probably jump down and be fine. Yeah, just, so just, like, ready to turn, ready to, like, run if I need to or, like, defend that area. Um, all the doors in the house are very creaky, so I would close all the doors in the hallway leading to the bedrooms. So if they're being opened, I would know something's coming. Just very, very, very well prepared. I, I okay. So like, I have one Achilles heel for you in this situation. There are times where you guys straight up don't lock your fucking door. Yeah, but that's... I don't care if you say, oh, I'm only gone for, like, a minute. That's enough time for a killer to get into that's your place. True. So, like, if I were to walk the dogs, I'm not going to lock the door back inside. Um, also, if I'm, like, sitting in the living room, I'm not going to lock the door. Uh, mainly because if shit hits the fan, I could probably try and do something. I mean, if they, like, fucking slam that door open, I'm gonna be fucked. <laughs> but, you know... It, it, Hold on, time out. Let's do this over again. Take a, can you take like, a few steps back. Can, yeah, can you just, like, knock before you enter? That way I'm prepared and that way it's, like, a fair fight, right? So... Okay. So, okay, so, like, for me, my apartment door, both of them, 
because I have a security door. Yeah, you have a security door. Uh, so are, cool. They're always locked. Even if I like go out to like check the mail or something, I'm going to lock one of those doors at the very least. And like my rule is, if it's out of sight, I'm locking it. And it's like so. So that that's my rule. So like anytime, like if I even think I hear a knocking sound, I look through the peephole. And like my peephole sucks. Like um, the the little door viewer, it, it's horrible. It's it's old. It's kind of coated over with rust. It's kind of got those like weird scratchy things yeah. on it, so it's kind of hard to see. Through. Yeah, so it's all blurry. And like the dude across from me constantly keeps his uh, his uh, like little porch light thing on. So it looks super creepy just looking outside of it. So like I so like I half scare myself into thinking like if I see something out there right now. Um, Either like one is gonna sense I'm behind that door and like it's just gonna like try and kill me. Yeah. Or I'm just gonna think um or like I'm just gonna be unknowingly staring at it until I know it like slinks away or something. So like I know my role in a slasher movie is I'm gonna be like ha- like I would check something out just to make sure it's not the killer, but in my case, it's going to be the killer. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I can say all this shit like I'm going to be like, oh, so well prepared. But you're right. I fucking leave the door open. It's super easy to get in. I mean, like I said, usually if we leave the door open, I'm either inside or I'm out walking the dogs. If I'm out walking the dogs, um, you know, if I let them in, uh, one of the dogs would realize, would smell something. They would kind of notice that something's going on. Yeah. I'm sure they can somewhat tip me off. And if that's the case, I have my fucking Mortal Kombat knife right by the door. And, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I can try and act like I'm all prepared. But if that person actually, like, gets to a point where they're, like, coming at me, I'm fucked. I'm just going to, you know, cry. and <laughs> No es bueno. Pee my pants and just be like, can I please change? I don't want to die in this there, complete there, there's, shame. There's a lot of wetting of pants. In, in this podcast. Yeah. I think it's probably just a spooky Halloween episode. It's just because it's scary, man. I mean, like, you, you look outside, it's just got this weird, like, eerie glow and yeah. just, like, dark and... Ugh. Like, it's just light enough to barely, like, give the silhouette of the blinds on my wall right now. Yeah. So it's pretty creepy. It's terrifying. It's like, so, okay, but... So, like, the, like there are the basic, like, horror movie stuff you usually watch, but, like, one thing I've always enjoyed is, uh, like, Halloween episodes on just, reg- like, other TV shows. Right. Like, my, like obviously, the, the most, you know, influential ones are the Simpsons episodes. Right. The, the, the Treehouse yeah, of Horror. Yeah, Treehouse of Horror. Um, but are there, like, other ones you really enjoy, like, other series that you've seen that have had good Halloween episodes? Um, there was, uh... I've been rewatching Community. That first season has a Halloween episode. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not necessarily like scary or anything. Um, later on in the, just Halloween theme, not yeah, scary. But yeah, yeah. Later stuff. on in the season, they have like one where it's just like a complete like zombie episode where like all of a sudden like there's a zombie outbreak and like <laughs> they're all trying to like run away from like these the zombies and stuff like that. Uh, so that show had some pretty good uh, Halloween episodes. Um, I've always enjoyed the, the that seventy show, yeah. Halloween episodes. Those yeah, those were pretty, pretty good. There's only two of them, which is super sad. But like, and they have like five Christmas episodes. But I, it, it's one of those things where, um, 
and it's just like a regular episode. It, it, it's kind of stupid not to do a Halloween episode because it gives you almost like a free pass. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you don't have to have a story. You can just do something fun and stupid. You don't have to further a plot. You can just have it be a one-off episode. Just like most horror movies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Unless, you know, the one, one of the ones with like a million sequels at the end of it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like, almost all of them have a million sequels. Like, have you ever been, like, super disappointed by, a hollow, by, by like, a horror movie? Because I remember the Paranormal Activity one seemed really cool, and I was super disappointed. At by first, yeah, I remember being like, oh, yeah, that could be, like, really scary. Um, but, yeah, I don't, uh, Paranormal Activity didn't do it for me. Um, the Saw movies didn't really do it for me. Like, those are supposed no. to be, like, real scary. The torture porn stuff never really was that great. And, yeah, and, yeah, it's just like, okay, like... This isn't like that bad. Like it's you know it's it's not it's gory just to be gory. Like there's not really like a reason or yeah. behind it. It's just like oh like of course he's gonna cut off his own leg so he can get away from this uh, jigsaw and yeah you know from this that. like leg chain thing he's got going on. Like you know, of course he will. Like it's it's the same ridiculous. same thing went with Hostile too. You know, like, Hostel was just, like... Yeah, it's, like, one of those, it's just, like, it, it's just gory and violent. Yeah. Just to be violent. Like, it doesn't further any kind of plot. It doesn't, like, tell a better story. Yeah. That and Human Centipede. Human Centipede just sucked. Yeah. That was not I didn't even, like, you know, find that... Like, it was, like, a gross concept, like, you know. But it just... It wasn't scary. It yeah, was it was just, like, well, maybe you shouldn't have trusted those weird, you know, white guys like, when your car broke down. Like, like, who who would have thought you shouldn't have trusted weird people in Germany? Yeah, and then, like, the sequels to it, like, it's just like, oh, well, we're just going to add more people to it. And we're going to yeah. fucking make, like, a hundred chain person of, like, you know, it just, it, it's uncreative. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it is what it is, and... I don't think that movie would have done as well if it wasn't, like, on Netflix mm-hmm. or something. Like, it wouldn't be as popular because nobody would even care to, like, pay for to watch it. But, you know, if someone watches it and they're like, oh, yeah, you need to watch this movie. It's really stupid. Just like we watched Rubber. Like, that was a fucking... I fell asleep through Rubber. That was a stupid movie. I was but... I was so happy I fell asleep to Rubber. But, it, it, you know, it's one of those things where it's, like, obviously it's low budget, and I'm sure they were kind of going for that, like... Yeah, this is a shitty movie, and we know it. Like, yeah, you know, we're just gonna swirl right in there. Also, it um, could be like the dude was so pretentious into thinking like his movie was good. Yeah, it could have been that too, but we don't know for sure. Yeah, you know, it's hard to tell. But um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of movies out there that are just um, the when it gets really bad, in my opinion. There's a lot of good like concepts out there, but it's just like at some point, like they need to bring in like a sidekick character. Yeah. Uh, for the like villain and it just kind of like drags on like with ch- the Chucky series like they eventually needed to have like Bride of Chucky or whatever yeah <laughs> Jennifer Tilly is yeah is uh, Chucky's weird bride and thing. then they had like um after that they had like didn't they have like a kid? Chucky. yeah yeah and like his the kid's name was Shitface yeah it was it's not just like, it was at, not a good yeah movie. at that point it's just like your I would hope that your budgets are low enough to where the like few people that are gonna go watch this, you're at least making some money off of it. But you know, eh. okay. So, what are your absolute favorite horror movies? And like, like the ones you have to watch on Halloween? Because uh, I have my list ready to go. And like, this is gonna be like a bit of a 
bonus list, pre-list yeah, for, and this, for the this, last week of This Halloween. might be like all you. Um, I don't really have any movies that I like need to watch on Halloween. I love watching the classics like, you know, Frankenstein, Frankenstein and Dracula. And, you know, stuff, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Frankenstein's uh, cousin, Frankenstein. Yeah. You know, twice removed. And that's the reason why for the weird last name. I watch, it's not, obviously it's not a horror movie, but I watched uh, Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, uh, well, like Halloween last week, like, yeah, it was, like, that was yeah. like a fun. That was a fun movie with like you know like monsters and stuff. I enjoyed that. So uh, this was on the list. Actually, I gave you a little while ago. Paranorman. Um, Paranorman was on a there. great movie. I enjoyed that one a lot. Like, there's plenty of like non horror movies that I like watching, like Halloween themed movies that I enjoy. Yeah, uh, uh, Monster House. Monster House was good. Yeah, like I I kind of like am very surprised how that one did not catch on as much. Yeah, that one surprisingly didn't like, you know, uh, I don't think it was as financially successful no, as I would have wanted so. or it should have been because it was pretty good. It was it was really good. Like like all the characters in it were well were well voiced. Um, Steve Steve Buscemi was in it too as the old man as the as the angry yeah. old man. He was like he was killing it in that and and uh, just the whole concept of it and uh, the fact that they, um, they had one of the best sidekick characters that fat kid with the cape. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the best sidekick characters yeah, that was ever. Good. He was so good. I was, I, I really liked it. But okay, so like. For for me, like I have like my set list of movies, and like some of them are kind of on the lists I've been given throughout earlier in the month. Right. Like uh, like I, I watched Nosferatu, and I watched the classic, you know, uh, Universal monster movies: Frankenstein, right. Dracula, The Mummy, um, Creature in the Black Lagoon. I like all of those, and then slashers. Like I I pretty much just watched the first Halloween and right. Texas Chainsaw. I really like those, but also like so, some some people. Uh, don't really know about Pumpkinhead, but Pumpkinhead's a good one. That one's so. For anybody who hasn't watched it, what is like the okay. kind of story of Pumpkinhead? Okay, so or what? essentially, here's a quick little synopsis: um, single father raising his son. Uh, they stop by like uh, conveniently. They, they live out in the sticks, out in the middle of the country. Right. Um, and so they go to, uh, they, so they go, to, they, he collects like his crops or whatever, and he goes to the store to like sell them and like buy some shit. And he tells his son, okay, so just stay in the truck. And what does the little kid do? He ends up getting out wandering around. Of course, because um, obviously. And then uh, there's some some teenagers. Yeah, that would like it's that's so funny because it's just like thinking that like if that was me, I'd be fucking sitting in that truck playing my goddamn Game Boy, just being like, all right, dad, better hurry up and come back. I'm fucking afraid, <laughs> and like I'm gonna lock these doors. And even why are we on a street? Is it why are we on a street out in the middle of nowhere where there's only one store? This makes no sense, <laughs> right? There was a Walmart down the street, Dad. We could have gone to the Walmart. <laughs> It's like in a shopping center with lots of lights. I want a Gatorade, Dad. The I fuck? Could, I could have looked at the Game Boy games while you were doing your thing, but no. I could have played. played the, I could have played the demo like ten times, you know. <laughs> um, but anywho, so like the the kid goes off, and then there's some uh, um, some teenagers who pull up to the same store, and they're um, buying beer and whatever, and obviously and. So, um, and, but like two of them take like some dirt bikes out for a spin, and they're doing jumps and some crazy shit. And one of them accidentally kills the son. Okay. And they take off before the dad can find out who. Um, so, well, like, it's like they they find out. It's like the dad finds out who. Like it was the kids who did it, and he goes to like these weird hillbilly backwoods gypsy type people, 
and he goes to like this one old, really old lady who everyone says is a witch, and he asks for her to summon the spirit of vengeance, essentially Pumpkinhead, right. which is this giant grotesque demon that he has to dig up from a graveyard, and um, he digs it up, and then he um, give like he cuts. Uh, his like his hand open gives his blood and calls upon it for revenge and uh, it gets summoned and it goes straight up on a killing spree for those kids and like they're locked in a cabin in the middle of the woods and they go out and they're trying to kill it and then he has a, a moment of conscience where um, he regrets what he did because he just kind of acted in the moment, right? Um, just purely out of revenge, he goes um, for and then he tries to you know save the last few kids who are alive and tries to kill the demon. But eventually, the demon uh, fulfills his contract and he becomes the next pumpkin head at the end of the movie. Um, the dad becomes the yes. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, though, that's the way it works. It's transitive. So like he becomes the next spirit of vengeance. Um, of revenge and okay. malice and shit at the end of the movie. And uh, first one is great. Second one is a little dubious. <laughs> um, as th- that one's called uh, the Red Wings, um, Pumpkinhead Two, um, Red Wings. And then, right. th- then there's the third one. I can't. I've never seen the third one. I kind of want to see the third one, but I've never been able to find it. It just seems like I really doubt that the third one is going to be the redeemer. Yeah, of number two. So, but like Pumpkinhead, super amazing. Like it has one of the like the creepiest demon looking things. Like like if demons exist, that's exactly what it looks like. And it's it's just so awesome. The visual style is amazing, and um, it, it's pretty horrific too. So like anyone who who wants a good horror movie for Halloween. That, that'll be check that one. one out check that one out it's really good um, but yeah so like there's that and then like, there's a couple other classic ones I like to watch um, like uh, some of the more grindhousey ones like White Zombie White Zombie is boring as all hell but it's anyone who's interested in like early zombie films check it out worth watching yeah it's at, it's at least worth watching also you get to see Bella Lugosi all high on heroin trying to act so hmm, that's fun it's kind of fun. Also kind of sad when you think about it. Yeah, kind of. But eh, we're not going to think about it. So we won't be sad. So we won't be sad. So, speaking of which, because, like, I remember as a kid, like, some of the, some of those movies would kind of, like, like they, they like they would scare the shit out of me. Right. Like, Psycho scared the shit out of me, and, like, I couldn't, like, be in the shower for, like, a month. Yeah. Um, I had to, it just had to be baths. It was just baths for, like, months on end. And so, like, I... I guess I've never had like nightmares spawned from movies but like since you're a big scaredy cat have you ever had nightmares spawned from movies not even a horror movie Jaws (laughs) Jaws is fucking terrifying like I remember being a kid and watching it and just kind of being afraid of the ocean and we used to live by the beach uh, more or less you know we're like 30 minutes away from, from the near beach and you know my parents would love to like go and just you know hang out like you know we'd go maybe like once every week or every two weeks or so and um i would just be terrified fuck that (laughs) fuck fuck the ocean like even now like even now knowing that not only sharks exist but there's so many like poisonous and deadly creatures out in the ocean i'm like nope fuck it i don't want to do it i don't want to go in the ocean um i'll sit on my pier and go fishing and best ye monsters, but I'm not gonna go in the fucking ocean. Fuck that. 
<laughs> so yeah, that that's something that uh, maybe not necessarily didn't spawn nightmares, but you know, a fear though. Yeah, it, it definitely spawned, spawned a fear. A fear. Um, okay, well then, have you ever had like really fucked up nightmares though, like ones that just kind of just woke you up? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've woken up in like you know in like sweats before, like terrified. Like there's plenty of ones where, um, like. You know, it, it, it's just like a horror movie, I guess, where you're, like, in a situation with a couple friends, and all of a sudden, they just start, like, disappearing or getting picked off, and you're, like, the last one left, mm -hmm. and it's just, like, um, you're, like, sitting and hiding, and, like, you hear the noises of, like, someone walking outside or something walking outside, and you know it's not anybody you would know because you've already seen, like, everybody die, and you're just kind of, like, very afraid and scared. And like you like are like holding your breath and just being very terrified, and then like when when you least expect it, that door just busts open, and then usually that's when it's just like a huge scare, and it's just like you're awake, and all of a sudden you're just like very relieved mm -hmm. that you're awake, and it was just a dream, but in the moment it felt like so real, and you were just so engrossed in this like nightmare of yours that it's just you kind of like need a second yeah you kind of need to like get up and like walk around and maybe go get a glass of water and like just kind of like take a second and like analyze what's going on be like make sure this still isn't a fucking nightmare like you know you're obviously <laughs> not gonna like pinch yourself but you know kind of just like get a feel for the world again mm -hmm. like yeah i've had those and it's it's it hasn't happened like in recent years or anything, but I've definitely had those before. Have you? Have you? Okay, so like, have you ever had ones like where you can just remember the events exactly? Like you can remember exactly what happened in your dream for the most part, or at least most of it, or some of it. I remember there was one where there was like a cornfield, and it was me and a couple of friends from high school in the stream. And we were kind of just like, you know, goofing off being like, you know, general, general fucking high school shitheads, you know, just kind of being stupid. Any of the shitheads I would know? Um, maybe. Um, I wouldn't mention anybody on name. By name, yeah, it's just a dream. Stupid, but. I just, yeah, I just, just always like to just like to hear the weird dreams people but, have of each other. Um, you know, walking through this like corn maze thing kind of going on, but. It wasn't, like, necessarily, like, corn. Like, you know how fucking dreams are weird and they make no sense? Yeah. Like, it wasn't corn, but it was, like, really tall grass. But it kind of, like, in the style of, like, a corn maze. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just having those moments where someone would be like, oh, I need to go, like, take a piss. They kind of, like, walk off. And then you kind of, like, don't hear them anymore. And, you know, calling out to them. And, of course, because it's... Uh, this is a dream and not real life. You're like, okay, we need to go find them. Let's go find them. So then you go start looking. And then um, at this point, like, this is when, Pete, like, we we actually, like, saw the killer. Like, we would actually, like, see who it was. And if I remember correctly, they had, like, just, like, a knife. Like, it wasn't, like, a big machete. It wasn't, like, a chainsaw or anything. Um, and, and there's something uh, kind of terrifying about it being a knife. And I kind of remember this is because... It doesn't make any noise. Mm -hmm. Like, really, with, like, a chainsaw, you're going to be able to hear a chainsaw. Yeah. For, you know, you, you can hear a chainsaw coming. Um, with, like, a machete, if you're swinging it, you might hear it, like, cut the wind around it. So it kind of makes that, like, whoosh sound as it's going through the air. With a knife, you don't get that at all. And that's kind yeah. of, you know, terrifying. Um, Silent. Yeah, Dead. exactly. 
Um, and then I remember just when dwindling down from like four to three to two, and then to me being like the only one left, and just kind of like trying to f- find a way back to where we came from, but being so lost because we went off like the like track or like the maze part of it that I just didn't know where I was going. And that's, I think I remember like hearing like crunching noises behind me and that's when I woke up. But I think that's probably like the most vividly I can remember it. Yeah. You know, and this was like, you know, years ago back in high school and stuff. So it's obviously been a while, but that doesn't make it any less terrifying. Yeah. Okay. So like for me, I remember having like one, this one was kind of a weird reoccurring one, but it always played out the exact same. It always freaked me out the exact same way too. Um, I like, for some reason we like me and some other people, I had no idea who they were. As far as I know, they're probably some people I just saw on the street one day, but for some reason it's like, we acted like we knew each other or at least we were probably just like stuck in a really shitty situation together. Right. And we couldn't understand why, so we were just treating like each other, like we knew each other. So we're running through this really big graveyard, but it's not just like just it's not like a dilapidated graveyard. It's actually kind of well kept, very nice. Some weird like family plots, like right. with like big uh, like tombs and stuff. Like headstones um, and like headstones, and then like the big like concrete memorials with where yeah. like you go in and then there's a casket in there, um, kind of like sarcophagus and, yeah. and shit. And um, so there's that, and there's like this big lake in the middle of it. I'm not entirely sure why there is a big lake in the middle of it, but like it was. But it's, it was, a, it's a dream, so it doesn't yeah, really it, matter. It, it was dark. It was you know really dark outside, and all all that we could really used to see was the moonlight right and so we're just running and we're running and running and running and i can't understand why we're running and until um until we get to is it but me and one other person just make it into like what looks like a gardener shack like it's just like um it has like tools so these like (laughs) these other people did they not make it they didn't make it into where we were but there was like four like four of us, including myself. Right. And, but like me and some other person made it in there. And so we, we make it in there and like I trip and fall and I'm flat on my stomach. And then the other person like was able to close the door and there's like a moment of silence until all of a sudden you just kind of like, just kind of, I kind of heard like this gurgling sound and I didn't see him get killed, but I'm assuming the dude got killed. Right. And then, uh, like a throat slice or something, something like, like that. Yeah, there wouldn't be any screaming, but you would hear something going yeah. on. Like, and then like a thud after that, and then, uh, it, then it switched. I guess like because I watched too many movies, even at, even at that age, I've seen way too many movies. Yeah, um, it was this weird out of body experience where it's like a third camera or something yeah so like i saw myself and i saw what was on top of me and there was like this really wicked looking old lady who like she looked like um a real version of that old lady with the war on her nose from uh from uh snow white right um she looked like a real version of that and but like more horrifying and just like she just kind of like out of just out of my view she like raised her hand up really really high and then just brings it right down 
and I didn't see if like she had a knife in her hand or she just like dug her hand into my back or something. But at that moment, I just woke up and I was just covered in cold sweat. Mm. Yeah, and I couldn't quite understand. It, yeah, it's one of those things where after you wake up from something like that, you're kind of you're you're relieved to be out of like a very scary situation, but you're not convinced that you're in reality. Yeah, yet. where it's just like, did I die? Like, is this? Is this what the afterlife is like? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like one of those things where you're kind of having one of those moments. God, fucking fuck scary dreams. Yeah. You know, if you guys uh, out there have some uh, spooky stories you guys want to share. Spooky um, dreams. Yeah. Uh, leave them in the comments or send us an email. Uh, talk to us about it uh, at in the menus podcast at gmail.com. Put it on the show. Um, yeah, well, well, we I mean, we obviously can't put it on this show. We'll put it on the bonus block. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely we can talk about them on the next bonus block we have for sure. Um, I've also I've also had another just a weird one though. I, like okay, so you know how like, I feel like this is becoming a spooky therapy session. Well, for both you and me, like a Halloween therapy session. So I hope that you listeners are. Uh, well, it's not, like we're for answers. it's not like we're asking for <laughs> answers um, out of these things. But, like, there, there was one where uh, I couldn't understand exactly what was happening. But, like, I was, like, uh, looking for this one person. Right. And, like, okay, so, like, you know how, like, for a while there was those weird, like... Uh, like thriller crime movies, like always starring like Sandra Bullock or Jennifer Lopez, right, or something like that, and like they're like all FBI agents or something, yeah. and they're searching for some kind of story, like they like kiss the girls or Bone Collector, or um, you know, something along those lines. Uh, I ended up, um, they're all in the vein of like of, of like Seven, um, but essentially it was like that and, like, right. and I was just like chasing this like it was like the end of the movie and I was chasing somebody through like sh- like the streets um, and like uh, and like for some reason I was in a bus and uh, I see this person right outside my bus window and I'm like on my seat and then like I get up and like it's, it's weird it didn't phase me in the dream right but looking back on it it was really weird nobody had a face um, it was just kind of just like weird mannequin right. things going on. Um, and then I get out of the bus and I'm chasing this guy through the streets and we're going in and out of traffic on foot. And then I get hit by this car Ugh. and it just like, it wakes me up. And I was just like, I, I, I have no idea what to feel right now. Hmm. It was, it was, it was a strange one. It, it was, it was a really, really strange one. And it was kind of half scary just because of how strange it really was. Yeah. And I didn't. I just. I just never understood it, and I've never. I guess I just never bothered to understand it. And yeah, and there's what. What really could you read into that? Like, there's yeah. not much you can do. It's just. It's one of those things that I'm sure you watched some movie or read something that influenced that. And I mean, that doesn't make it any less terrifying. No, don't get me wrong, but yeah. So, uh, Joey, um, we should probably get close to wrapping this up. Yeah, um, I don't know if you want to. I you had thought about talking about some creepy pastas. Um, I think we should talk about some creepy pastas. Let's do it. Um, go ahead and explain to the audience if they are not aware of what a creepy pasta okay. is. Um, just go ahead and explain. Okay, so what that is. Creepy pastas are essentially kind of internet horror stories and internet urban legends. Um, they kind of just circle around and make their rounds, and people will try and pass them off as something real. Right. Um, 
and essentially like creepy pasta is essentially just a playoff of just all of them being copied and pasted over and over and over again people adding maybe things yeah, here and adding there things here and yeah. there um but for the for the most part it's just kind of just like one-off stories and then some people kind of take them a bit further and they kind of just you know uh make sequels to them or they try and you know make a series out of it in some way and some of them work pretty well some of them don't work i mean well. and some of them have become successful characters in our you know internet every, lexicon of like what? yeah like something like slender man yeah, exactly. like slender man has gone on and become this big thing um you know there's a slenderman slenderman games and Multiple you know, games yeah and it's just you know there's plenty of stories online um so that's one of those that would be an example yeah. of like a creepy pasta that is pretty well known i would say around the internet and today. they, they kind of just span all sorts of themes and genres. I mean, there's a bunch about Disney, um, yeah. and those ones can get kind of creepy too. Those ones are not bad. Um, like Abandoned by Disney is really good. If you guys want to actually read any of these, check that one out. That one's pretty cool. Um, and there's uh, like they, and some of them are just kind of like original stories. Some of them kind of piggyback off of other stuff. Right. And then there's even ones about quote unquote lost episodes. Um, like uh, most famous one being Squidward Suicide. That one's a really good. Um, that one's a really popular creepypasta. So like playing off of shows that you know, yeah, supposedly like, unaired episodes, right. um, like that. And then like you, uh, like they, they did one for The Simpsons. They did one for like King of the Hill, I think, and right. like some other weird ones and shit. Um, but yeah, so like uh, I kind of just want to take this moment. We're gonna like talk about some of our favorite creepypastas and we're gonna try and keep this um keep this a little bit short like maybe yeah, two piece yeah because some of some of them uh I, i'll let long. you i'll let you take the reins on on this i really don't know if i have any that i could really contribute um but yeah some of them i you there there are some that are just like you know it, it's like a four or five minute read you can sit and you know read it real quick yeah during a commercial break of a tv show or something um, but some of them are more so like 30 minutes long, uh, 40, 50, you know, some, there's some pretty long stories in there. Obviously not as long as a book or anything, but you would need to like sit down and, you know, take some time to actually read them. So, um, I'm sure you have a couple that are kind of long. Um, yeah, I kind of really do like the long ones for the yeah, most the, part. Cause the, I, those tend to be the most rewarding, right? Yeah. Like, um, so in those cases, um, what you're going to be doing is just kind of like setting up the story, you know, kind of like, you know, letting people know what it is. Definitely recommend you go read these yourself. Um, you know, we can only do them so much justice, right? Pretty so, much. Like there, there's actually a really good YouTube channel called Mr. Creepypasta and where he just kind of reads them, but he takes the time to really narrate them out really well right? and add sound effects and stuff. So uh, those are really fun to listen to if you don't really want to read. So check those out. Um, but so like my first creepypasta, I guess, is um, one called No In-House. And essentially the whole overarching story is uh, this guy hears about um, a haunted house maze and he goes to check it out um, with like the promise of if you make it all the way through because quote unquote it's so scary, yeah, um, that you get like five hundred bucks out of the deal. And so he goes and he checks it out, and uh, essentially it becomes more than what he is seems. Um, and here, here's here's a little excerpt. I tried to find like a really good excerpt, but here's uh, I think this one does pretty well. Um, <clears throat> 
um, the fourth room was possibly the most disturbing. As I closed the door, all light seemed to be sucked out and put back into the previous room. I stood there, surrounded by darkness, not able to move. I'm not afraid of the dark and never have been, but I was absolutely terrified. All sight had left me. I held my hand in, my, in front of my face, and if I didn't know what I was doing, I would never be able to tell. Darkness doesn't begin to describe it. I couldn't hear anything. It was dead silent. When you're in a soundproof room, you can still hear yourself breathing. You can't hear yourself being alive. I couldn't. I began to stumble forward after a few moments, my rapidly beating heart the only thing I could feel. There was no door in sight. Wasn't even sure if there was one at this time. The silence was then broken by a low hum. I felt something behind me and I spun around wildly but couldn't barely see anything in front of my face. I knew it was there. Regardless of how dark it was, I knew something was there. The hum grew louder and closer. It seemed to surround me, but I knew whatever was causing the noise was in front of me, inching closer, and I took a step back. I had never felt that kind of fear. I can't really describe true fear. I wasn't even scared or I was going to die. I was scared of what, was, what the alternative was. I was afraid of what this thing had in store for me. Then the lights flashed for a second and I saw it. Nothing. I think that was pretty good. Yeah. So uh, that that one I really um, I really enjoy. Um, read the rest of it. It's it's actually pretty long. It takes like a good like fifteen minutes to read through, and I don't think I want to yeah. waste everybody's time with like fifteen minutes worth of shit. Um, let's see. Uh, and if you need a second to look up your other one, yeah, I mean, and I have one. I need, um, I need to get, find a good spot for my next one. That I find, um, that I've always found terrifying. And if you grew up playing uh, Pokemon Red and Blue, I'm sure you've heard about it. Um, this thing called uh, Lavender Town Syndrome. Um, so, as you all know, like, there was a... Uh, the music in Lavender Town in Pokemon mm-hmm. is very, very different than oh, yeah. in the rest of the game. Um so, uh, it, back when the game released, like, there was a uh, large amount of suicides in Japan. Yep. Like, leading because of this, uh, because of the music in the game. And it, it apparently was so bad that they recalled some of the carts and, um, you know, we had to re-release them. Um, so, you know, just a little excerpt of that creepypasta. Um... It's a uh, due to the lavender tone, uh, of course, the music from the lavender town in Pokemon. Uh, at least 200 children supposedly committed suicide, and many more developed illnesses and afflictions. Uh, the children who committed suicide usually did so by hanging or jumping off heights. Those who did not acted irrationally complained of severe headaches after listening to the lavender town's theme. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one to listen, uh, to read. Um, that one's not particularly very long either. No. Um, but that's just a. They actually um, there there's a couple follow up ones to that one too. Yeah. And uh, those ones get pretty interesting because they like recreate like uh, case files and court files and like investigations and stuff. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty and pretty cool how in depth they go. Yeah. Um, with it, so I, I really enjoy that one. Um, my second one is one called Mr. Widemouth. Um, essentially, it's about this uh, person who's recalling uh, living in Pennsylvania, if I remember correctly, uh, at this kind of old house. And 
he uh, kind of recalls like what he believed was an imaginary friend um, that he used to have um, called Mr. Widemouth. Um, and but kind of also realizing that it was very real and very dangerous at the same time. So let's see. Uh, <clears throat> we didn't say fuck. <laughs> We didn't do much during those first few days. Mr. Wiremouth just looked at my books, fascinated by the stories and pictures they contained. The third or fourth morning after I met him, he greeted me with a large smile on his face. I have a new game we can play, he said. We have to wait until after your mother goes um, comes in to check on you because she can't see us play it. It's a secret game. This just sounds like a pedophile talking to a kid. Hold on. <laughs> it was, it's already creepy enough as it is. After my mother delivered more books and soda at the usual time, Mr. Widemouth slipped out from underneath my bed and tugged my hand. We have to go to the room at the end of this hallway, he said. I objected at first as my parents had forbidden me to leave my bed without their permission. Mr. Widemouth persisted until I gave in. The room in question had no furniture or wallpaper. Its only distinguishing texture um, feature was a window opposite the doorway. Mr. Widemouth darted across the room and gave the window a firm push, flinging it open. He then beckoned me to look out, um, look out at the ground below. We were on the second story of the house, but it was on a hill, and from this angle, the drop was farther than two stories due to the incline. I like to play pretend up here, Mr. Widemouth explained. I pretend that there's a big, soft trampoline below this window, and I jump. If you pretend hard enough, you bounce back up like a feather, and I want you to try. <laughs> yeah. Too spooky. Too spooky? Too um, scary. Let's see. Hold on. Um, let's see. There, there, there's, there's actually a really uh, other really fucked up part. Um... This part is kind of more uh, near the end of the, of the story, um, where he, he talks about moving out of the house with right. his parents as, as a kid. So I opened my eyes as we backed out of the driveway. Mr. Widemouth's silhouette in my bedroom window. He stood motionless until the truck was about to turn onto the main road. He gave a little pitiful wave goodbye, steak knife in hand. I didn't look back. <laughs> Years, hold on. Years later, I returned to New, um, to New Vineyard. The, pe- um, the piece of land our house stood upon was empty except for the foundation as the house burned down a few years after my family left. Out of curiosity, I followed the deer trail that Mr. Widemouth had shown me. Part of, the expected his, part of me expected him to jump out of the, from behind the tree and scare me. But I felt that Mr. Widemouth was gone, somehow tied to the house that no longer existed. The trail ended at New Vineyard Memorial Cemetery. Most of the tombstones belong to children. Hmm. Too fucked up and too spooky. Uh, too scary, man. It's weird. I like that one, and I read it, but I scare the shit out of myself every single time I read it. And it's one of those things where even, obviously, uh, these are all urban legends. These are all not real. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that still doesn't make it any less terrifying, though. I still get freaked out by reading this shit. Yeah. You know, the idea of, like... Possibly hearing like shit, uh, you know, fucking around, or like there being like spirits there with me, like that shit fucking scares the crap out of me. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck scary stories. Fuck urban legends. Fuck all that shit. So I mean, like it, it's one of the like I would I don't even know what I would do if I was in a situation like that, you know? Joe, I think somebody's at your door. No. Let me get in. 
Yeah, fuck Appreciate you. I'm, I'm in charge of the recording shit. I'm in charge of recording shit. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, Joey. Ain't no one there. Well, I, I, you live in an apartment complex, so, you know, whatever. It might be just, uh, it might just be like nothing. It's probably one of your fucking neighbors. Probably. Whatever. Uh, so what plans do you have for, like, Halloween, Joey? I don't really have a whole lot of plans, I guess. I mean, I just kind of celebrate the normal way. Just probably just going you know, to sit here by myself in my dark apartment and yeah, I'm like after, after watching horror movies. After that knock, I just want to fucking leave right now. Like this fucking it's stupidly horrible. <sighs> See, okay, so fucking knocking. I don't think that. Nigga, I don't see anybody. Well, who the fuck is knocking? Like, uh, someone's obviously knocking like around here. Like, yeah, it could be in the like. It could be in the bedroom. Like, if you thought about checking, like, did you leave your window open? Like, could someone be throwing rocks at your window and, like, trying to Who get your attention? Who throws rocks at a... What, what cute boy is trying to get your attention, Joey? Oh, cute boy. What? No. Really? No. I'm just saying, like, it's... I, I'm not saying it's a possibility, but... Like, fucking shit. Uh, see, Joey's gotta quit leaving all this fucking shit, like, open, and he, he talks about safety all the time, but he's just constantly leaving things open and... Being terrified. It's, this is ridiculous. This is like the worst joke you can play right now, Joey. I'm fucking way too terrified. <sighs> Joey, this apartment isn't too big. Like, why is it taking you so long to fucking check your goddamn shit? And why aren't you talking back at me? You're just fucking scaring me. <sighs> God damn it, I just fucking heard something. Joey! Joey! God damn it. Joey, are you okay? Fucking shit. God damn it. Ah. Alright, you guys. I gotta... I gotta check this out. Joey, what the fuck are you doing? Joey! Oh, God! Joey! Ah, uh, shit! Oh, God. You got Joey's dead. And, um... Um... I... What should I... I don't even know what to fucking do right now. This is... I... Pretty sure Joey just died. I didn't want to fucking stick around and check. I should probably go check. But I shouldn't because fuck... I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, you guys, I... I should probably stop this podcast and call the police. I should contact somebody. Holy fuck. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. I, this needs to be taken care of. We do. I, I do need to do plugs, though. So, you know, I need to plug Facebook page. I need to plug. Uh, oh, God. Uh, I, but I gotta do these plugs I mean, Even with all those fucking scary sounds, man um, Go like the Facebook page uh, Stitcher uh, iTunes uh, All that God 
stupid. No. Uh, yeah, go check out the. Just email us uh, in the menus podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hopefully, this will go up. Hopefully, I can get out of here. I mean, I should probably. Oh, God. No. Oh, oh shit. God damn it. Just like. <laughs> I, sometimes you just need to accept your fate. I'm pretty sure I just saw a fucking shadow off in the distance. The, I'm sorry, guys. This might be the last episode of The Chopping Block. I'm pretty sure... Uh, all right, you guys. I'm going to... I'm going to have to go. There's a guy with a machete here, and he's got a burlap sack over his head. Um. Ah! Oh shit! No, Joey. Ah! Ah, Joey, why did you have to die? Why did you warn me? Ah! See you next time. <laughs>